everybody, and welcome to another episode of the CVCS podcast. In these introductory episodes, we are talking to school leaders about how the podcast network uh, can potentially affect our school going forward. You've already heard me talk to Mr. Choi, our head of schools, and now I'm going to begin the conversations with our three principals to talk uh, specifically about each sort of level, level the word for that? Yeah, yeah, yeah department uh, level. Yeah, mm-hmm. each, each level of the school. So we're starting uh, today talking with Miss Marnie Day, and she is our elementary principal. Can we start just having you tell us a little bit about yourself, if there's people out there listening that yeah. don't really know you? Mm-hmm. How did you come to CVCS? How did you get involved in education? It yeah. just, your, what's your story? Yeah. Um, I'm old, so (laughs) my story is long, but I'll try and um, give you the Reader's Digest version of that. But I'm just really thankful that um, at a young age, I knew I wanted to be a teacher. Just had a really awesome conversation with a senior who's like, I don't even know what I want to be when I grow up. And, you know, that I get that. Like, you don't, shouldn't know, have to know when you're 18, but super grateful that even as a child, like, um, I would line up my stuffed animals and like give them tests, right? I just wanted to be a teacher. And so um, that was kind of the theme through my life that kind of kept me going. And yeah, I've taught everything. I taught 17 years in the public school, and I loved my time in the public school with mm-hmm. my, you know, my fellow educators. And then took the plunge to private Christian education. Yeah. And last year was my my halfway year. So 17 years in public oh, school, wow. 17 years in Christian school. So this is my deal breaker. This so is now the new I'm majority. 50, yeah. yeah. So uh, Christian education is my new majority, and I can't imagine doing education without Jesus being at the center of everything that we do. Absolutely. And yeah, so I've taught everything kindergarten through 12th grade, (laughs) done special ed. I get bored. Sure. So that's a great thing about being a principal is like every day is different. And never so boring. never boring. And, <laughs> and I never wanted to be a principal. Like sure. um, I was in the classroom for 30 years and the Lord had to make it abundantly clear that that's where he was calling me. Yeah. And so um, sometimes I forget I'm the principal <laughs> sure. of the school, but it is such a privilege. You know, yeah. I see myself as the shepherd, you yeah. know, and I, my job is to lead and to serve. And yeah. it is, it is, I can't imagine doing anything else. Yeah. So yeah, it's so That's great. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Introduce our audience a little bit to the elementary school at yeah. CBCS. Yeah. What, what do we have going on here? What mm. do teachers do? What are teachers like? All that. Yeah. So I love the elementary school. I love all of our departments. Of course. Um, and they're all awesome in their own unique ways. But a couple things that I love about the elementary school is our staff. Like my team of teachers is like nothing I've ever seen put together. One, they are all excellent at their craft. They are dynamic educators. They are gifted in differentiating instruction. They see each student as an individual through the eyes of Jesus. And, but they also um, are great at uh, creating community, like a loving community. But they also, each one of them has an active living relationship with our Heavenly Father. And so that spills out into everything in the classroom with each other. Um, we were just talking the other day in our staff meeting about how like this is family. Like we just want time to hang out because we yeah. build each other up. And I'm like, we should just hold on to this. It's like, oh, because you know, you don't know what's coming next. But it is, um, it is a great place to work. I think one of the things that I really like about our elementary school that we tell parents and our students all the time is uh, we do hard things. Like we do really hard things and sometimes it might be in a subject area like math yeah. or it might be um, standing up for someone who's being left out. Yeah. Uh, 
really proclaiming my faith when there might be adversity to that, breaking off fear of man and understanding that uh, your identity is in who you are in Jesus Christ and fear of God is the only fear that we should have. And I tell parents, like, we do hard things and your kids are going to cry. But don't you want them to work those things out where they're surrounded by people that are going to put them at the feet of Jesus and they have these coping skills? We don't want our kids to, like, the first time they they experience true adversity be when they're in college and they don't know how to work through it. That's right. So we have this motto of, like, (laughs) CVC. We're thinking of making these sweatshirts, like, CVCS, dot, 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 where we do hard things and God meets us there. That's right. And so, and our kids will say that to one another. We have a, um, I love going in the classrooms and, and kids just participate and they don't have the right answer and it's okay. Yeah. Lots of risk taking, right? And I don't have it all figured out and problem solving and, and all of those things. And um, we're not perfect. Sure. But we do make much about Jesus every single day. And that yeah. that's something I want to be a part of. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. I love cool. that. Yeah. I love that the what you talked about of this being an, an environment where the things can get kind of wrestled out safely yes. and comfortably. Uh, I remember at my previous school, which was just a high school, talking about that in our Bible department Mm -hmm. and even, you know, with 11th, 12th graders talking about apologetics and hard questions and hot topics and stuff. And we had the same, the exact same mentality. And it's amazing that that is applicable across any age grade level um, at a Christian school. It's something we're unique at. Yeah, Yeah, we have the world is like going after our kids, sure. right? And yeah. not like in a overly dramatic way, but it's super biblical, right? Yeah. The yeah. thief, he comes to kill and destroy. Yeah. And so a lot of my time is spent, you know, I'll have like eight fifth grade boys in my office and yeah. then I'll get an email from a parent saying, oh, I heard my son was in your office. Why mm-hmm. didn't you call me? I said, because we're just, we're learning how to be young men according to the Bible. So like, you know, the world tells us, oh, if you're in my friend group, we're going to sit around and roast each other at the (laughs) lunch table. And so I just get them in there and I'm like, (laughs) does anybody not get their feelings hurt when someone's roasting? And then when you, you know, when you create that environment, then I'm roasting so no one will roast me. And I'm like, let's look into the word. Like, what does God say? Like, (laughs) is that, is that? iron sharpening iron and people will say I, and then I'll just say like what did you say to him to roast and the, the boy you know he loves him he's his friend like crying as he's saying and I'm like did that not hurt you and he's crying and we're all crying oh, and yeah. then we're all praying together and it's like we're just learning how to be disciples of Jesus yeah. and the world tells them a completely different narrative yeah and so it's such a privilege to say look at this is how we're supposed to do it and look how that brings life yeah as opposed to like what the world says and it leads to death like yeah. no one's feeling great yeah so what a privilege it, it, it's like it's like this added layer of community protection safety not necessarily just out of fear but it just in terms of just who we are in fact maybe even calling it a layer is a misnomer it's the core it's yes. it's not an outside kind yeah, of thing and it's not a bubble yeah like people say oh the christian bubble i'm like oh no we mm-hmm. got we got people dealing with real hard things here yes we're not a bubble i like the word insulate because sure. I think of a, a thermos, like, you know, we're not right. we're not all walking around with iPhones at, in fourth grade. Like, sure. no, that's what the world tells us. Yeah. And we're like, yeah, no, we're not doing that's that. Right. Like, yeah. we're doing kingdom things. Yeah. So it's so great. I love that. Yeah? Last last little thing before yeah. we get to talking about the podcast network, which is kind of why we're here. Yeah. Um, but I, I ran these questions and these topics mm-hmm. 
by the class that I teach that yep. does all of the podcast producing. Mm-hmm. And they had a chance to add their own questions and what do you want to ask school yeah. leaders and stuff. Yeah. The one question they all kind of rallied around was pretty specifically nothing to do with a podcast network per se, but just what is your idea of a perfect school? Mm. If you could define a perfect school, what would it look like? Yeah, that's good because I know we have to be about really awesome buildings sure, and really great, <laughs> you know, those kinds of things. But I'm just, I've never been a person who's about how we look. I'm more about like, what's on the inside, yeah. like, what are we doing? Who are first we? And, yeah. Yes, first and foremost, we are an educational institution. Yeah. So we want to have great teachers with excellent curriculum where our students have access to that and kids are challenged mm-hmm. in areas where they're excelling and they need to be challenged, but kids are also supported That's until right. they get where they're supposed to be. So I feel like I have that. I have that in my teachers. I have that yeah. in our curriculum. And I think a school you know, we're Capistrano Valley Christian School, right? Yeah. And I'm always I'm always checking in to make sure like we have Christian in our name. Mm-hmm. Is that what we're about? And yeah. not in a legalistic way, but like sure. like is a, this is God's school. We yeah. tell kids all the time, like right. this is God's school and great things happen here because we invite Holy Spirit in. Right. And my yeah. teachers will even say, like, wow, that lesson was so great. And I said, is that how you planned it to go? They're like, no. I'm like, Holy Spirit will just leave. <laughs> it's the best feeling. Like God is so much better than we are. So right. there is no perfect school. But I'm I'm feeling like this is a little slice of heaven. Right. You know, Wednesdays are chapel days and we get to go in there and we get to worship the Lord. Yes. And it just wrecks me yeah. every week. You know, you have the youngers that are just so innocently worshiping. That's amazing. And then we have the older kids where it's like, okay, we have some new students. Are you still going to, and you're older, you're sixth grade now. When you were in fourth grade, like you, were, you weren't so cool. And you <laughs> sure. worship the Lord with abandonment. Are you still going to do that? Yeah. And, and they do. Yeah. Like it just, it wrecks me every week. Sure. And so we don't have the perfect school because um, I have broken teachers and broken students. And mm-hmm. I'm a wretched sinner saved by grace. But we all want to be about the Father's business, and I believe that we are called to provide excellent, rigorous academic education, partner with biblical worldview and everything that we do. It's pretty, I mean, that question is so great that you ask, because sometimes when you lead a school, like, there's so many things, you're, like, putting out fires and doing this, and it's like, no, Marnie, lift up your eyes, like, look at what I've given you, like, look at, look at what we have here, so. What's going on, Yeah, not to, not to paint the picture of like rainbows and unicorns and everything, oh, course, you know, but, yeah. but ah, how blessed are we? Yeah. I'm so blessed. I can't imagine doing anything yeah. else anywhere else. Yes. I mean, if the Lord calls me, you know, um, we'll, ha- we'll have to have an argument and wrestle if he calls me somewhere <laughs> else. But like right now, I'm just like, and our parents, so mm-hmm. our parents partner so well with us. Yes. Like that is key. Like we are all on the same page. We work together. We praise together. We disciple, yeah. discipline together. It's so good. Yeah. Like you have to have that. Yeah. yeah. It, it, you have to have the parents supporting and partnering with you so that you have the freedom. Mm-hmm. There has to be trust. Yes. So we are so blessed that we have parents that trust us every day. They drop off their, yeah. you know, we get their two most valuable commodities. We get their money and their kids. That's right. Right? And they trust us every day. And um, it wouldn't be what it is without the parents. Yeah. Our teachers feel supported and loved. I feel supported and loved. Yeah. And I think the parents feel that their students are supported and loved. So it's it's pretty That's awesome. Right. It's yeah. wonderful. Yeah. There's a lot of imperfections about CBCS, but there are a lot of 
maybe calling them perfections is yeah. a stretch, but you get the, like, we have so much of what you defined as a perfect school yeah. here, and it's a blessing to be here. 100%. Um, you also mentioned uh, the chapel messages. Yes. and. A quick plug for the Chapel podcast feed being a thing. You can listen to that on our network. You can hear every single Chapel message. One of my favorite parts about editing and publishing the the elementary chapels specifically is you hear the students. Yes. in the background. Yes. It's only we're only recording the speaker's microphone. Yeah. But if there's ever a question or if there's a response anything like that, you hear just this this roar of, yes. of feedback yes. and praise or anything yes. uh, coming through. Yeah. And that is, frankly, you don't get that in the junior high, high school chapels. And there's other reasons, reasons why. for that, yeah. But it's it's such a beautiful, fascinating yeah. th- every week. It's so life-giving. Even the people that come and speak, like, they leave blessed because, yeah. and our kids know the Bible so well. You know, That's we right. use the Deep Roots curriculum, and I was at the last minute found out last week I was speaking in chapel and um, (laughs) was speaking on Abraham, Abram, you know, all of that. And I was like, okay, I'm going to speak to the youngers first, like JK through third grade. And I'm going to say, okay, what do you know about Abraham? And those kids had like 15 facts. And I'm like, I'm like, (laughs) I was like, I was like, wait, (laughs) wait. And then they said, oh yeah, we just got done studying that in deep roots. But I was like, wow, like I was so blown away. I was expecting yeah. them to say, you know, well, the song, Father yeah. Abraham. I started like, taking notes. Yes. <laughs> I was like, wait, who's teaching the chapel here? Stop the bus. What's going on? It was, so that is so, it's so life-giving. It like is. Seth Ebel was here today and he was yes. like, ah, Marnie, I love coming and talking in your chapels. I love watching the kids worship, you know, and, and that's just a shout out. That's a, yeah. an invitation. Parents, if you're listening to this, like we love it when the yes. parents come to chapel. We have a handful of same parents that come every week, but like, it's great. Like it's it's good dinner conversation. Like yeah. come and worship the Lord with your kid. Yes. The kids can sit with you or they can stay with their class. But like I would love to have fifty parents here every Wednesday. Yeah. Like that's what we're about, right? That's right? So that's my plug. I love that. Yeah, wonderful. Um, plenty of opportunities to hear chapel in person or on the network. It, it, it's like you said, a huge part of our community intentionally. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about the podcast network. That's yeah. ultimately why we're here, right? Yes. Um, I'm, I'm excited uh, about so many things. You and I have both said so, so many things at the school. For me and my job specifically, the podcast network has almost instantly jumped to one of those top spots of yeah. the things I'm doing here and yes. uh, the things that are, it's really just popping off around campus yeah. in a lot of ways. The purposes of these conversations is sitting down with school leaders, mm-hmm. sitting down with, in this case, principals, yes. talking about the podcast network and how it can affect, you know, we don't have to limit it to academics, but let's say the elementary school. And if you want to talk about that, or if you even want to start with Maybe this is a funny question. When you first heard mm-hmm. CBCS is going to have a podcast network, mm-hmm. yes. What is, what's your reaction to that? Yeah, uh, kind of. You know, I'm embarrassed to say this, but okay. I'm, you know, I just don't know how. I, all I know is honest. Sure. Um, I was like, oh, that's so great for the high school. Another thing for the high school, sure. you know. And I was like, but then um, just talking with you about things, and then that day that you came to our staff meeting, yeah, and you introduced it, and like you left. And we talked for about an hour about the way that we can use those things. And so, yeah, I want our students in here. I want our students using this. I want it to be uh, an extension of what we're doing in academics. Yes. But 
We've also talked about, you know, our students do SOAP devotions, right? Scripture, observation, application, and prayer. And those are really deep. Like you read some of those students, what they've written, and I'm like, wow, that is so raw and honest and amazing. So we want to do like a SOAP podcast where kids come in and they share their SOAPs. We want them to be bold in their faith. I love it. And so those kinds of things. But like talking about mummification or in Egypt or and then asking students like what what are questions that you would use to interview you know a pharaoh what are some things that you would use and like and coming up with that it just it makes everything so real yeah it connects even though it's not like a, a person or whatever but it's like oh this is history yeah but this is real, That's right. right? So like, who do you want to, who do you want to interview? You know, we were talking about how the fifth graders do the wax museum and they're all someone famous <laughs> yeah. and like, uh, the fifth graders are all going to vote and say who, which one of these, like each class will pick one, but who should we interview? So maybe yes. it'll be Helen Keller. And then like have someone like role play and be like, this is, exactly. this is how Harriet Tubman would respond. This is how Helen Keller yeah. would respond. Those kinds of things, you know? And, yeah. and even in science, like someone come in and do like a, a weather forecast. Like this is what it's going to look like. It's, yes. it's pretty cool, you know? There's so many possibilities. And in, it's funny you mentioned the role-playing aspect. Yes. That's something we're actually building right now for uh, Miss Ernest's um, conceptual physics class. Yeah. She has them do a research project. This is a high school class where they have to research like a famous scientist from history mm-hmm. develop all these like you know facts about their life and yes. accomplishments and stuff and she came to me and said can we make this a podcast and after a couple conversations of massaging this mm-hmm. idea what we came up with was a show where the students role play the scientist that they researched that's awesome and get asked like an interview, like yes. they have an interview, they, they get interviewed, they get asked questions about their biggest accomplishments, their their biggest regrets maybe, yeah. tell us about yourself, all those kinds of like almost icebreaker questions, Yes. but they're taking the role of the scientist. That'll be on our network within a couple of months, you know? Yeah, and absolutely. that kind of stuff, especially on the academic level, and you can speak more to this for elementary, but on the academic level, like the possibilities are endless. And as an assessment tool, whether it's Oh. like a raw assessment tool or whether it's more informal and just kind of casual. Yes. Like this medium yes. existing yes. is transformative. Yes. Talked about doing like a tourism. So like we do yeah. mission reports. Like yes. let's do like let's do tourism. Like you're going to, why should I go visit the mission San Juan? Why should, and the States, right? The fifth graders do States. They do a state report. So, all right, you're, you're on the tourism board for the state of Vermont. Like, what are you going to tell me? What are you going to tell people? Why do they need to come to the state of Vermont? And instead of like a child, just like writing it all down and doing a report, which writing is very important, but like next level, can you express, can you articulate what are the high lights of this state like why are people here right and so little things like oh you know the population it's a smaller population are you tired of the crowd and it's like okay (laughs) show me that you understand the population of your state show me you know what i mean it's that show me piece that we don't always get to do in classroom because we we've got so much we've got to do that's right like so it's it's endless possibilities, right? Kindergarten does community helpers. Like, wouldn't it be great to have some kindergartners sit across from you and interview, like, uh, the fire chief? (laughs) That'd be amazing. I mean, how awesome would that be? Yeah. Uh, The questions would just be, oh, so great. (laughs) That'd be 
be endless, amazing. Endless possibilities. I want all of, every time I hear an idea from literally anyone on campus, yes. I feel like I'm just like, let's, yes, green lights yes, all the way down, let's yes. do it. Let's it's make it so happen. It's so good, yeah. Oh, it would be so amazing. Yeah. How do we as school leaders then, not necessarily just promote, like, but how do we support teachers, I, I think in particular, kind of, mm-hmm. that's the next layer down yeah. to make it happen. How do we support teachers in getting them to use, that's a hard, that's a, not the right verb for it. But no, for sure. Yeah. Like actually partaking. Like utilizing. Partaking. Yeah. Right? Yes. So, yeah. yeah, sometimes we don't like new things. Like they're exciting. <laughs> sure. We're like, that sounds so great, but I don't necessarily like the way my voice sounds when I'm being recorded and don't know how I'm coming across, <laughs> right? And teachers are great in front of like eight-year-olds, but you're like, who you're going to, yeah. you're going to blast this to the world. Like it's people are going to judge me, right? But it's a different environment. But how hypocritical if we tell the kids all the time, we do hard things, but we're not willing to take risks and do hard things. That's right. So I think, Joseph, one thing that you and I could do um, partnering is like, just reaching out to teachers and I don't want to say forcing, but like, sure. okay, what's your podcast project going to be for the quarter? And yeah. like, here's, here are the dates and times, pick one. Sure. Right. And then I think that first leap, you know, I was nervous, but now it's just like conversation. We're just talking. It's just a conversation. Yeah. Uh, as we say in elementary school, NBD, no big deal. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Uh, I love that. And I can absolutely work with you on a, you know, that yeah. schedule kind of, yeah. kind of side of it. How do we feel or... Maybe the same question for students. Yes. If, if we have students that are particularly nervous, how do we and teachers encourage and maybe, you know, can they dip their toe in yeah. that kind of thing? For sure. What do you I, say to a student that is like, I'm afraid of microphones, you yeah. know? Well, this is, I think for students, it's like you're not even on a microphone. You're not talking yeah. to a crowd. So aesthetically, it might alleviate a lot of anxiety for some of our kids, just like we would do with anything. Do you want to bring a friend in? Do you want me to sit with you? Um, You know, we can edit it. If you say something that you don't like, like Mr. Jasper can take that out. You get final approval before we send it out into the world. But you know what? Our kids, unfortunately or not unfortunately, like they want to, you know, I have people that say I want to be a social influencer when I grow up. And so (laughs) for the most part, for the most part, (laughs) this is what we want to do. I think of, I'm just, I think of my student. I have a student, Chloe Abbott, who was one of my students at Friends Christian Middle School. She always wanted to be a sportscaster, right? Which I think that would have been a job that I would have loved, but Mm. women weren't doing that back then. But anyway, and she's doing it. Like I see her, she was on a news station in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and she just moved to Oklahoma. And um, I'm thinking like, this just opens a whole different kind of career choice for yeah. some of our kids, whether it's producing, uh, yes. editing, like speaking. It, it's like a whole new world yeah. like that we hadn't offered before where kids maybe wouldn't have thought of this yeah. prior to it. It would even be great to have some of our kids that are really just great readers come and read like a yes. book, you know, like. And then say, oh, we're going to play this for the kindergartners while they're Aww. taking their nap time today, right? We're going to listen to the podcast. Oh, how right? Would that be? Okay, this is, you know, this is yeah. podcast. This is, we're going to do podcast today. So while they're taking their brain break, laying down, like the teachers are playing the podcast with yeah. like a third grade student that read a Dr. Seuss book. Like, how beautiful is that? <laughs> that is so right? Fantastic. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, you mentioned um, several steps in this workflow. The things that go into making a podcast, typically we kind of, uh, we kind of narrow it down to like there's like a writing side. Like yes. you write like the outline or the script. For sure. right? Yeah. You record, you would edit, and yes. then you publish. Mm-hmm. And 
there's obviously multi-steps in each of those and there's different workflows and stuff. But I was talking with Marcus the previous episode and we were talking about how, you know, even calling that like a, a 21st century skill yes. is maybe like an understatement. It's it's a 21st century workflow. That's right. And there's a 20, there's like several 21st century, century skills, skills yes. being taught like through this whole thing. Yes. And not every student Maybe maybe there's some students that just never want to be on a microphone. Yes. But they're really good at running GarageBand and editing and cleaning it up. Or and, writing. Or writing. Or yes. Any, like yes. There's, what I love so much about doing this as a workflow as opposed to one monolithic thing mm-hmm. is that there are so many entry points for different personalities and uh, interests and stuff like yeah. that. At any level, at any age, yes. all of that is, is, yeah. is possible. And, and in the elementary school, you know, I, and I think in the junior high, I know in the junior high, we teach standards. We're yes. a standards-based school, which means our students are learning everything they're supposed to learn in first grade to be prepared for second grade, and so on and so on and so on. Yes. And these skills that are used in this podcast studio are standards. Yeah. They're standards for every grade. Public speaking, you know, persuasive essay, reading fluency like it's not something that we do on top of what we're doing but we incorporate it into what we're already doing in a in a new and exciting way to meet the standards i love that right i love it too it just it just fits that's fantastic with what we're doing so Yeah. yeah Uh, starting to wrap up a little bit, do you see any potential roadblocks or do you have any particular fears? That's maybe a too strong of a word, but anything in the back of your head with a podcast studio opening up really a large new program at the entire school that give you pause as you look at this? No, I think, you know, we talked earlier about pressing out the world. Mm -hmm. And I think spirit of comparison is a huge thing, right? That the enemy goes after. That's why social media is so detrimental. Like it gets you to compare yourself to things that the Lord never intended you to compare yourself to. And I think that's one of those things where we listen and maybe someone knocked it out of the park and someone is... Um, you know, more reserved and and maybe they don't feel great about their product in the beginning. But again, like we do hard things and we yes. learn. We don't just do things that we're excellent at. Yeah. Right. I mean, right. even as a 57 year old woman, like I'd prefer to play a sport where I'm going to excel. Sure. But I still make myself do things where I'm not going to be great at it because mm-hmm. one, it keeps me humble sure. and two, it causes me to grow. Yes. Right. And so it's all about growth. And it so is. that's not a stumbling block. I think that's an opportunity, but I think that maybe students yeah. will feel that and we just have to be aware of that and meet them in that and be like, no, we got you. Absolutely. And I think it would be super cool is like look at a student, like almost have like a podcast portfolio for an elementary Ooh, kid. Yes. And be like, this was your podcast in first grade. This was oh. your podcast in fourth grade. Yeah. Look at your podcast in sixth grade. Look what you're producing, yeah. right? You know, as a part of their, um, just part of their portfolio that we put in their file, like yeah. on RenWeb or whatever, like this is your podcast portfolio. Because we, if we're going to do Fantastic. something, we want to show beginning, middle, and end. We want to show yeah. growth. And so I don't want it to be a one-off. It's you know, fantastic. check, I did that in third grade. No, let's keep doing it. Yeah. So, yeah, just working with the teachers and fantastic. saying, okay, what does is, what is podcasting look like for third grade? Yeah. What is it gonna, what's the project going to be for second? What is first? Yeah. What's kinder? Maybe it's a small group thing. I don't sure. know. But, yeah, I think that, that my mind just goes crazy when yeah, I'm in here. Mine it's too, so honestly. It's, it's so much fun. Yeah. Uh, last question for yeah. you. I'm the director of the podcast yes, network you here, are. and there are a lot of 
for lack of a better term, constituents. There's multiple shows, multiple other producers and hosts and mm-hmm. multiple shows every week. My question for you is essentially, number one, do you have any questions for me as the director? And number two, what would you sort of charge me with in, in terms of tasks or responsibilities to support the podcast network at the elementary school and your, you and your teachers and your students? Yeah. Um, first, I just want to say, like, well done. This was a dream and a vision, yeah. and, and there were roadblocks. Like, yeah. But you just kept going. Yeah. Like anything that... <laughs> That is good. Like you just kept knocking and going and pushing and so well done because I just think it's going to produce a ton of fruit. And then I think you're doing a great job of being supportive. Just the one thing that I would share with you is, um, again, being old and being in this, like pace yourself. Yeah. Right. I don't want it to become something that becomes a burden to you. Sure. Right. And I think just as far as supporting the elementary as you and I are talking, I think like our next professional development day, it'd be fun for you to ha- come in mm-hmm. and be like, okay, let's do let's do grade level goals yeah. for podcasts. What's going to look like for kinder? So we're not just random, sure. right? We don't just want random yeah. st- randomness. People kind of just popping in. Purposeful. And stuff. Yeah. 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 So we see that growth and we es- elevate it as they get older. So yeah. That's fantastic. I'm yeah. just, it's exciting. Thank you so much. Yeah. I'll give you the final word. Anything you want to leave our audience with that we haven't talked about today about any of this or anything else entirely? Yeah. Um, no, I don't have any pearls of wisdom right sure. now. That's okay. <laughs> except that, yeah, it's, uh, I'm excited oh, to be here. Yeah. Thank you so much. You made it easy. Yeah, absolutely. It, d- it didn't that's, that's hurt one job. bit. That's yes. my job. Thank you so much for yes, coming on the podcast, Miss Day. All it's right. an honor. It's a pleasure. So much fun. Thank you for having me. This episode has been a production of the Capistrano Valley Christian Schools Podcast Network. Be sure to check out, subscribe to, and leave a review of this show and the other shows on our network on your podcast player of choice. Doing so supports the school community in a multitude of ways. For more information about the CVCS Podcast Network or any of our other shows, check out cvcs.org or email podcasts at cvcs.org. On behalf of the whole network, this is Mr. Jasper saying thank you again for listening and stay tuned for more.